to catch that that's a good piece of music that kind of got buried but it was inspired by the end of the summer which i call the end of innocence in this since the covid thing it's like we had the of course for us there never is a loss of um innocence because we have no innocence uh for most of our lives i mean the lambs don't have really an innocence there's a I guess there's an innocence in a sense, but there, there's also a knowing of all the, you know, the the the, the, the wiles of the wicked. But um, so I was reading in Joshua six, and I was just really impressed because, see, I need some kind of I need some kind of retribution. But it can't come from me or you or somebody over there. It's got to be the Almighty. And so, I dig this now. I think you're going to like this. So, another story of Jericho. So I'm just going to really just read a little in my King James and I'm just give you an idea when, when God brings it, what you can expect. And the, the, the Jericho city that was shut up and no one could come in and go out and it was, you know, just like this fortress. Um, you know, we can, the, the prophetic aspect I get out of it is that represents like the New World Order, the beast. That, and who can make war with the beast? You know what I mean? Just like an implacable system. So with that in mind, 
Now Jericho was straightly shut up because of the children of Israel. None went out and none came in. And the Lord said to Joshua, See, I have given into thine hand Jericho and the king thereof and the mighty men of valor into the hand of Joshua. And you shall compass all the city and all you men of war and go around about the city once and thou shalt do this six days. Sorry about the vines and all that, but this is more accurate than the uh, NIV. The seven priests shall bear before the ark. Remember the ark? See, that's what I'm talking about. We're going to get to the ark in a minute. Seven trumpets of ram's horns, and the seventh day you shall compass the city seven times, and the priests shall blow with the trumpets. And it shall come to pass that when they make a long blast with the ram's horn, and when you hear the sound of the trumpet, all the people will shout with a great shout, and the wall of the city shall fall down flat, and the people shall ascend up every man straight before him. And Joshua, the son of Nun, N-U-N, called the priests and said unto them, Take up the Ark of the Covenant, and let seven priests bear seven trumpets of ram's horns before the Ark of the Lord. And he said unto the people, Pass on, and compass the city, and let him that is armed pass before the ark of the Lord. And it came to pass, when Joshua had spoken unto the people, that the seven priests, I mean, this is like military commands here, okay, that the seven priests bearing the seven trumpets of ram's horns passed on before the Lord, right? Before the Lord, in front of the Lord, the ark and blew with the trumpets, and the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord followed them. The Ark followed them. Now, this is magnificent for today. So keep, keep on. Here we go. And the armed men went before the priests that blew with the trumpets, and the reward, the re-reward, the re-reward. I've never seen that word before. I've read this chapter. Okay. <laughs> the re-reward came after the ark, the priests going on and blowing with the trumpets, and Joshua had commanded the people, saying, You shall not shout nor make any noise with your voice, neither shall any word proceed out of your mouth until the day I bid you to shout. Then you'll shout. And I'm kind of paraphrasing those these and lines for you. So the ark of the Lord compassed the city, going about it once, and they came into the camp and lodged in the camp. And Joshua rose early in the morning, and the priests took up the, the ark of the Lord. And seven priests bearing seven trumpets of ram's horns before the ark of the Lord went on continually and blew with the trumpets, and the armed men went before them. Uh, but the re-reward came after the ark of the Lord, the priests going on and blowing with the trumpets. And the second day they compassed the city once and returned into the camp. So they did six days. And it came to pass on the seventh day that they rose early about the dawning of the day, and compassed the city after the same manner seven times. Only on that day they compassed it, they compassed the city seven times. And it came to pass at the seventh time when the priests blew with the trumpets, Joshua said unto the people, Shout, for the Lord hath have given you this city. And the city shall be accursed, even it, and all there, all that are therein, to the Lord. Only Rahab, the harlot, shall live. She and all that are with her in her house, because she hid the messengers that were sent. 
and ye in any wise keep yourselves from the accursed thing, lest you make yourselves accursed when you take of the accursed thing and make the camp of Israel a curse and trouble it. But all the silver and the gold, the vessels of brass and iron, are consecrated unto the Lord. They shall come into the treasury of the Lord. So the people shouted when the priests blew the trumpets. And it came to pass when the people heard the sound of the trumpet. And the people shouted with a great shout. That, and the wall fell down flat so that the people went up into the city, every man straight before him, and they took the city. And they utterly destroyed all that was in the city, both man and woman, young and old, and sheep and ass, and with the edge of the sword, all with the edge of the sword. But Joshua had said unto the two men that had spied out the country, Go into the harlot's house and bring out thence the woman and all that she has, as you swear unto her. And the young men that were spies went in and brought out Rahab and her father and her mother and her brethren and all she had, and they brought out her kindred and left them without, you know, without the camp of Israel. And they burnt the city with fire in all that was therein. Only the silver and the gold, the vessels of brass and iron, they put into the treasury of the house of the Lord. And Joshua saved Rahab the harlot alive and her father's household, and all that she had. And all that and she dwelleth in Israel even unto this day, because she hid the messengers. Now that's the third time that's mentioned. Which Joshua sent to spy out Jericho. And Joshua adjured them at that time, saying, Cursed be the man before the Lord that riseth up and buildeth this city Jericho. He shall lay the foundation thereof at his firstborn, and his youngest son he shall uh, set up the gates of it. So the Lord went, was with Joshua, and his fame was noised throughout all the country. And uh, that is the end of chapter 6. So I was reading this today, and, you know, the uh, the specificity, the, the structure is what really, you know, what really... Uh, stuck out to me it was like I was because when I was reading it I was kind of I'm wondering where is the justice of the Lord where is the Lord in Psalm 37 removing the wicked uh, in his way where you know we see them parading around without their masks that they make everyone else wear and they're parading around in their billion dollar dinners with nothing but billionaires and uh, making the little people wear masks where they don't. And they're doing this more and more and more. And in that fury of anger, I, I took to the book and opened it to Jericho, to, the, to chapter 6. And so many things are going on in chapter Chapter 6 seems to be the seminal chapter. I just happened to turn to it and um, because that's what the, you know, the encompassing about and the shout and the trumpets and the, and the ark is following them. And it's a pretty dramatic scene. When you think about it, so it's huge. It's a, uh, you know, Ben Hur. <laughs> excuse, excuse it. Sorry about that. And and so, you know, this was given to me. This chapter, you know, when when I need something from the Lord. I mean, I think we all need some kind of, you know, you've been living in insanity, and you've been given given a, you were given a taste of Marxism at first. Now you're given a taste of complete and total insanity of, you know, much of the world. Uh, 
They're completely insane. This, we've never experienced it quite on that level before. At the same time, they are extremely wicked, you know, to where they would kill their own children, and they are killing them, you know, right now with these uh, vaccines or uh, killing children and putting them to where the children are filling up the hospitals now. They're getting these jabs. There should never ever be, don't, no one should ever put something, a gene-altering thing into a child. That's absolutely murder 101. That's murder one, man. That's murder. The vaccine is murder. And I just can't get it through. I mean, people go around getting jabbed all the time. And they well, I'm okay, you know, so I guess it's okay. They don't understand what's happening to the globe around us, what's happening to the the depopulation, the, the, the wickedness of the de- degradation, the degradation of our society by these monsters, you know, and, and that are making people not only degrade them and degrading any ability to make any living, to, to completely destroy them. They're just shitting on the poor. That's all they're doing. It's destruction of the poor people. They're just here trying to make a living. And that's the focus of, you know, the... Uh, globalist, New World Order, Biden administration, all of them. The focus is the little guy to hurt him, to take his children, to kill him, and to kill the children, to kill everybody. But to work from that bottom up, to target the low and you know lower middle class, which is really the lower class. Okay, so this is an abomination of abomination of abomination of abomination of abomination of abomination where the ruler picks out the most vulnerable amongst us and goes on a murder spree with us standing by as witnesses. Could you imagine something like that? Well, that's what we are doing. That's what we're living through. And then when someone like um, Aaron Rodgers decides he's going to do what Joe Rogan did, and he's going to go ahead and take, uh, you know, alternative therapies for his COVID issue, taking responsibility because that's the fastest way he's going to return to be play, uh, playing. Uh, they call for his his assassin, basically his assassination. You know, him kicked out of the, you know, ruined, destroyed. These people are sick. They're psychotic. And there can only be one solution. I'm sorry, it's gone beyond uh, any form of adjudication now. I know a lot of you are smiling when I say that. But there is no way. There is absolutely no way that what they've done is anything less than, you know, the Adolf Hitler's final solution and a genocidal uh, program to to lower, you know, population, uh, depopulation, eugenics, and an experiment. But it's only the second half. You see, the next part of the experiment is the digital ID. That's the 666. That's the mark of the beast. And then, you know, at least that's what they think it is. I'm more and more being convinced it is because I I don't... The Lord, I, I, I'm trying not to make my mind up one way or the other because I'm... I'm leaving room for my 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 vision because I've got this wild vision that somehow this is going to get shut down. And that's why I'm here. Reading, doing my little part with Joshua 6. You see, in Joshua 6, 
the Lord, you know, appointed Joshua to be a judge, but also that the Lord judged, right? The Lord in the Ark of the Covenant. He just happened to be right there hanging out with him. In the, in the Ark, can you imagine? The Ark falling. It didn't say that every time they were... By the way, did you notice how they didn't say that every time the priests were carrying the Ark? That it just said the Ark was following them? That the Ark itself was following them? What do you think about that? Could that be possibly uh, an anti-gravity thing? I mean, it just seems so... Strange, because every time they say the priests would pick up the ark, you know, they put it on their shoulders, right? And they carry the ark with the mercy seat. But in this case, it almost seemed like the ark was just following them around. I mean, this is a big battle. This is a big city, walled off, impenetrable. But because Rahab, Rahab actually gets the, the uh, you know, the harlot gets the, Credit because I mean you know they, they 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 wouldn't have been able to do it without being able to get spies in there, and to be able to to really to really scope it out, but the Lord you know said well the hell with all that you know just let me give you the exact formula and everything that the Lord gave them did you notice it was a ritual, not a ritual unto Satan I'm are we tired of hearing that that just ends up with somebody getting stabbed and blood being drank and, you know, adrenochrome and the rest of it. It's always the same crap, you know, cannibalism, degradation, you know, people that are just sick and disgusting. However, when the Lord gives instructions, you know, that, that's a ritual, you know, circling, you know, so many times around the, the building, having the trumpets go at a certain time, having the shout go at a certain time, Right with a shout is also the key of the Book of Revelation with that last trumpet and then the shout. Um, so, to me, it looks like you know, in comparison to what we have now, is that no, the cabal in power now is not impenetrable. They have a wall around. They look. It looks like it's the beast and who can make war with it, but maybe it's Jericho. Maybe it's Jericho. And there are spies in Jericho. And the Lord will give to his people the, 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 the formula, the, the, the actual uh, ritual. I mean, it's just... It's just it's a ritual, but it's like it's done once. You know, it's not like it's repeated all the time, but it's a ritual. It's not, you know, get. it's not a military uh, planned, you know, like a military, like wargaming, you know, you know, taking over Jericho. It's a, um, it's, 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 it's circumambulating the, 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 the thing at a certain time. It's having the Ark of the Covenant there. It's having the power of the Lord. And it's trumpets. And no one shall make any noise. No one will use their voice until he is, until the sign is given to use your voice. Everything has to be, you know, choreographed perfectly for these walls to come down. And then, of course, for the men of the fighting men with the, with the swords and so forth to then go forth and, and, and take care of it and kill every man, woman, and child. Maybe they kept some of the children, just, you know, 
who knows? But I mean, but but basically, you know, the the, the whole idea is to to wipe. You know, when when the Lord uh, gives a victory, a military victory, he kills every man, woman, and child. I mean, that's it. It's gone. It's not like okay, we win, we take over. Now let's have endless kangaroo courts and and you know like this Kyle Rittenhouse thing, which is obviously been proven and adjudicated. They just keep it going and keep it going, and everything they keep going, and the Trump thing they keep going, and they keep going with the woke and racist. If you're a black woman that wins the attorney general of ten, of uh, Virginia. You know, if you voted for this woman because she's not one of these people that wants to destroy America, she is basically a racist. And anyone that votes for this black woman is a racist. Total insanity. So now we're coming to the Jericho inflection point. The Jericho inflection point. And I I just, you know, pray on this to... Did the Lord give me that? Because that certainly came out of nowhere today, Trish. But in Jericho, the the, the key, the reason Rahab was spared, I mean, obviously, because those spies, that was very important to have spies in there. And and then and you know, basically, you know, Joshua protected them. You know, there was honor in it. But children know they have to die or but get they get sold, you know, because why? Because you see it's it's uh the way that war with God always has been. There aren't um prisoners of war, really. And when they when they try to give you that impression, that's like propaganda, uh you, you know, case in point. They want to make this vaccine thing into a war. I mean, that's that's all you could you, plus. And if you take it, you have a good chance of dying within, I'd say, two to two to ten years. You know, dying with some other kind of complication. You know, whatever it is, it's 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 a it's a health. You know, it's, and at the very least, it takes down your your immune system and your health, so you can't fight off the big diseases. So you're kind of a, well, you're a walking dead man anyway kind of a sitting duck unless you do something about your immune system. And then by the time it gets to the the, the real, you know, the 60606 uh, uh, patent, which is the, uh, basically it's the uh, quantum dot um, tattoo. Now the quantum dot tattoo is based on the Bible, obviously. They, they took a lot of time to base it on that. You know, it had to be a tattoo, under the uh, you know the forehead or the skin of the hand, and so the only way they could do that is they had to have the uh, the thing the, uh, the the quantum dots also are given with a uh, with uh, micro needles that are six of them, and they put a a luciferase. You can't make this shit up. A luciferase gel, which is a um, uh, a luminous gel, and also it's it's it hidden in um, you know like for the vaccine, it's hidden in uh, nanoparticles that are that are in lipid lipid nanoparticles it's because lipids don't go through the body to be destroyed, and so they travel everywhere. Okay, so for this ID, the whole thing is it will monitor the vaccines, it will monitor your body, it will send 
uh, it takes over the brain. It will send uh, messages to you of how to behave and you give feedback back to the AI control. And you will be put under complete 100%. Yo, you won't, you won't even remember who you were once this thing takes hold. You're, you're basically gone. I mean, I, I'm looking at people now and I'm wondering, you know, how many people are, you know, intact. Certainly we can say this. From the Lord's perspective, he can look at the earth and say, okay, the people that are still pure bloods, he can say, the people that are still human, that would be valid. The people who have not become hybrids. The only people that would really become a hybrid would be people that don't really value their life or their soul very much or people where the state and the group is more important than their lives. Because now conformity to society is externalized into the vaccine and the rituals around the vaccine, right? Giving children the vaccine is not only a ritual, it's a, it's a, it's, it's a satanic ritual abuse is what it is, technically. Uh, because it's always, whenever there's a jab and there's a line or a circle or, or a, an area, a meeting area, it's, it is a pentagram, it is a ritual, Every jab is a ritual. Every jab is an initiation ritual into Satanism. Satanism meaning, um, uh, you know, the opposite system of, of the biological system of God, the beast. Being, better to put it, initiation into the beast system using language from the Bible, which is Satanism, which is, you know, ultimately leads to worship of the beast, which is the worship of Antichrist which would be automatic if you had the, uh, I believe if you had the, 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 the vaccine that goes after the brain and it makes one obedient and then it also you have this chip. When there is an antichrist appearing, they would, people would automatically worship because they'd be told to from very powerful brainwashing. You know what I'm saying? Your brain is not powerful enough to fight it off. I've been through brainwashing and mind control to where I lived an entire life for years and years, thinking my life was a certain life that I had for you. It turned out it was all false. It was all the Truman Show. And when I finally fessed up to it, and, and it wasn't really me being cowardly and not being able to face it. It was I really compartmentalized to where I, I thought this was my life. I, I, did, I had rejected the idea of the old one having, you know, been, you know, going through satanic abuse and seeing Satanism and seeing, you know, ritual murders and, you know, all kinds of things were going on. And, and so I, I couldn't, had, I was, I guess maybe compliant to the brainwashing because I didn't want to live in that world anyway, I guess. There was a motivation there. So I lived for many years in kind of a Truman show where there's nothing like that that exists. And I know what you're thinking. A lot of the public thinks there's nothing like that. When I mentioned it 20 years ago on the Zarf Report, people were like rolling their eyes. I remember they got coast to coast to do, they sent everybody after me to do a hit piece on me, basically to attack me for bringing up stuff then, which was 20 years ahead of my time, but you know, it doesn't matter. I brought up stuff then that had never been brought up 
Uh, you know, it, it had a different, you know, I mean, a different compartmentalized aspects. I mean, you had the, you know, the women of the 90s, you know, the Kathy O'Briens and all that, the de- decoders. And, you know, you had Bryce Taylor, another, another, you know, very important piece of the puzzle. But you didn't have the big picture. Because when I remember when I encountered those women, it's funny, when I encountered their books and things, I thought, boy, that's odd. It came to me through doing UFO research. And then I became aware of Kathy O'Brien and, and, um, uh, and others, not just her, but also others that were programmed to abduct children for the military industrial complex, AKA and the aliens that would take these children to a, a certain location, uh, for a, a satanic, uh, ritual and, 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 uh, abuse, murder, orgy, whatever, you know, with children, i.e. that the UFOs were used to traffic the children. And this woman was deprogrammed who had that testimony and was talking about it. And and now you know, instead of aliens coming through the wall and everything, it was her that was coming through and convincing the children to go with them to this secret ritual or whatever, where they never return. I mean, you know what I mean? Once they're gone, they're gone. Now we, Trish and I witnessed that both, and we, you know, really disturbed a lot of people that went her testimony. I mean, it was like people weren't ready to deal with that. Well, then imagine a few years later learning that your entire world is that. Well, they rejected what I had to say when I was uh, 2002. They rejected it. The reason they had me on Coast to Coast to begin with was because I had a book, Lamb, and they, you know, they needed guests and, you know, so that seemed right. But then when they wanted to get into my testimony that it's everything everywhere all the time, that, you know, it's basically ubiquitous, you see. The problem is now it starts breathing down their necks. You know, is it in their offices? Is it in their families? Is it, is it their boss, one of them? You know what I mean? It starts getting, right, they don't want it to go there. So what they do is they bark back, oh, well, Zeph is crazy. But there's also an anger about it that they had. Like, how dare you rock the boat? Now, I didn't know I was rocking the boat. I was just saying what my what I had discovered as I, as I would as I was, you know, in my wake up period. And I was very accurate because the thing they were ridiculing me about before also gave me the impression that they knew what they were talking about. That George Norrie and Bell and that that woman there, and I. You know, I didn't mean to stare it up like that. I didn't know that but I was walking into a hit piece. Now, as as Larry had pointed out to me, some 20 years later, the knowledge that I was giving then that was ridiculed is now basically accepted. So if you hear any of those interviews now, it makes them look like they're being really mean. And I'm trying to stay, you know, stay on point, but they're being mean to me. They're being hostile. They're attacking and and I so I give them the Macbeth kind of response, which is, you know, me think thou doth uh, protesteth uh, too much. What is it, Lady Macbeth? Is there something wrong, Mister Art Bell, pedophile? And people still think of Art Bell. Oh, that couldn't have been. Did you murder your wife, dude? What kind of connections do you have to get to be able to move to the Philippines and carry on all this shit without law enforcement stepping in? Yeah. 
So he, he and I didn't we didn't get along at all. He didn't get along at all. Because I, f I finally figured it out. I mean, this guy would talk about UFOs and all this stuff, and he'd almost get an answer somewhere, but it's really an entertainment show. He had no intention of ever getting to the truth about anything. And you, you, you got hooked like you'd almost hear something. And Anyway, so I went on there and then took abuse. I'm like, why do you let all these people have a pass but not me? Now, instead of being personally hurt, oh, I got picked on, wah, you know, instead of that, let's look at what it means structurally. Right, through natural deduction, you start understanding. I'm just a messenger. My per There's nothing wrong with my person. You know, sometimes I, I'm insensitive to things, and you know, I'm sure that I piss people off because of, you know, a lack of consideration and stuff and being selfish. I'm sure I do all those things, but I mean... In general, I'm I'm just a person, you know. Nothing to get that upset about, as they did. Uh, and what I was talking about should have the response should have been, "Oh, that's terrible," you know. That and, and I was grappling with it because I was just waking up. It was actually then in the early two thousands I started putting all my past, everything I, you know, everything that had been blocked from me started coming together. And then it still happened to be about, you know, 15 years ahead of time from what the mainstream, mainstream still isn't, still is not caught up with me. And I know why that is, because they're trying to hold on to the way things were, the way the way things worked. We, in order to carry on with the way things were when it was so great here, supposedly, we had to have a big lie in the background that we protected. We couldn't ever let it go to what be, happens behind closed doors of the powerful. We could never let it go to what, 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 what the system, the actual uh, you know, uh, system that rules the world, what it worships, we couldn't go there because if we went there, anybody, what would happen? The system would collapse. And then no more rides for you in Disneyland, you know? The age of convenience would come to an end. You see, all that was built on that lie would not survive. So we had to compartmentalize that if there's satanic abuse and have Oprah go look for it and she can't find it, Geraldo can't find it, they just can't find it. Because it's everything, everyone, everywhere all the time. Because it is the life on earth for every single human being, whether you like it or not. And that has been the problem. The world will never concede. The world will put up its heroes. And by Jove, those heroes will be heroes indeed. World needs heroes. But now they're blowing it.
because they're openly creating abominations in the sight of the Most High. The biggest abomination of all, of course, is hybridizing human without human permission, hurting children. You see, I believe a line has been crossed, and I believe the response of God will be Jericho. And uh, pity people that are like uh, like me, old. You know, be kind of tough to run away from it. Kind of t- where do you go, right, for safety? And the, the answer is, don't look for safety. You know, um, probably it, it could end in a nuclear war. You know, I mean, it could be like that, and then kind of a starting over thing. Uh, you, you know, a lot of people say, well, it can't get any worse, so therefore Jesus must return. This has to be the apocalypse. That has to be the mark of the beast. And then and then to that I would say, well, you know, obviously after Biden, they have this Antichrist probably ready to roll out. And, um, you know, it, it, it has to be some extreme sorcerer, someone with extreme capabilities of bringing fire down from heaven and moving stars in the sky. And changing times and seasons. Oh man, someone that could deceive the whole world. And those who won't worship, or i.e. take the vaccine, worship. I see the parallel there, right? So they must be killed. But Jericho is, I don't think Jericho is put in the Bible just to read about how Joshua had a victory, and I'm sure that's all true, absolutely. But I just don't think that's the it's that's never always the thing, you know. And the the thing about the Bible is, and where people get off is they get into the you know they get lost in the minutia of it. All these stories that wind up in there, you have to ask yourself, why is that there for me to read? Is it there so you can get a good history education? No, it's there so that what happened today prophetically can happen. So the globalist world is basically, you know, in a sense, the implacable walls of Jericho. And notice how Joshua could not get rid of Jericho with force. The force, the power, the direct connection is from the Almighty himself which is now flying around, flying around, following them around. Can you imagine this? Uh, that priests were not carrying the Ark of the Covenant at that point. That it was just flying around, following. You know, can you imagine that image? Oh, uh, there could be a, an omission there. And, you know, and they could have thought, well, you're supposed to think the priests have it. But they didn't have it in those two sentences. It followed them around. It didn't say the the priests were doing it. It's just a delightful. It's a that's a. I, I digress. It's a little sideline issue, but still, it's a very interesting. The Ark of the Covenant can actually get around without priests holding it. That that actually is so delightful. I can't get my mind off it. I mean. Could it have just flown down to Ethiopia and hidden down there? Protected by Solomon's offspring from Queen Sheba? 
I tell you, it'd be, it'd be very hard for me to imagine them not actually <laughs> getting to it in a physical way. You know, I'm just saying. I mean, when I read it, it's just, you know, it, it, it would be weird if nothing happened, you know? You know, weird meaning it wouldn't fit the narrative at all. I mean, why even bring it up then? Why haven't? See, you got to always ask yourself in the Bible, and this is what a lot of pastors and preachers, they, they do a pretty good job with a spot Bible, spot check Bibling, you know, where they're kind of like spot check this, spot check that, right, going through a laundry list. But in in theology, and I've taken my share of theology classes and, 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 and done my share of reading in theology, they don't tend to, to in Western theology, and well, Eastern too, I would say, in the Eastern text, you know, with the Vedas and the and the, and the sutras of, of Buddhism, they don't tend to to you know say, well, why is that chapter there? Why is that in the Bible? That thing right there. Is it so I can learn what happened with Jeremiah one day? You know, when he was put in a cage. Next day he was let out if he had a good word, but then if they didn't like the word, they lock him up again. I mean, you know, I, I can see why that's there. Because the same thing has happened to my buddy over here. So that's why it was there, so that God could teach me about the ways of this world and what happened to Jeremiah, that if there's another Jeremiah out there, that could happen to him too. That they would saw these prophets in half. Uh, that 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 these guys were 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 kind of like the people ruining the jab right now. See, there's a reason it's there in the Bible, and that reason has to do in the context of your life. It's speaking to you where you are right now. That's the quantum aspect of it. Otherwise, it wouldn't be there if it had nothing to do with you. Or me, or others. That's why it's there. Not to have, or not simply to have a history lesson. That's why they call it a living, breathing document, because it's prophetic. Prophetic also means quantum. Prayer is quantum. And once you get that, uh, then things can get interesting, especially if you get results. Will there be a result or a witness on this Jericho thing? Maybe. Maybe not for a while. Maybe not at all. But it's, 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 I feel that God's communicating with us through that. I was, I was led to go there. And I was amazed at what I found. I was amazed how delicious those words really were. And I was <laughs> stunned at how the Ark of the Covenant was following them around. And I was amazed at how everything that happened had to be precise. What the priests would do, what the warriors would do, what everyone would do, what the trumpeteers would do, right, with the ram's horns, you know, what they would do, in what order, and how the, even the shouting had to be held back, don't say a word, till the signal is given. 
And lo and behold, the walls came down. Some people have speculated that, well, the, all the noise that was created made the walls come down. And I'm here to say, not likely. You know, you had, you had God in a box. <laughs> you had the, the favor of the Lord. There doesn't need to be any other reason for the walls to fall except the Lord. In fact, in doing the ritual the way they did it, they're evoking and giving glory to God who is doing the collapsing of things. And the Lord says here and there, don't worry about the wicked in their way. Don't worry about their success. Don't worry that they're going to, you know, million-dollar dinners, no masks, and having their, you know, their uh, $300,000 gowns on and their rings and their limos and their airplanes and all the other things they do that go against their own carbon emissions and while they torture you openly, they won't be happy until they are all out of masks, but you have to stay in them, and they make that a rule. You know, right now it's an unspoken rule. They could no mass for them, but uh, rules for 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 thee, but not for me. And they're doing it more and more and more. They're not just out in the open getting caught by the journalist. They're flaunting it, folks. You've got to pray for a reprieve. You've got to pray that God puts an end to this. And these people are not even people anymore. The way I look at it, they become complete total abomination. I mean, they're worse than Marie Antoinette with, with French Revolution going on. You know, let them eat cake, let them suffer, let them, they're just humans, we hate them, piss on them. Let's go have fun and, you know, fornicate and, and, and buy big expensive things and fly around in tin cans and spades and say, nah, 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 you're never going to have any of this. So you just suffer and die, little nothing. Well, I, the politician, ride higher than you'll ever know. You pathetic worm. Die. And that's the attitude. That is the attitude. That is... Uh, what is reinforced? That that was remember when I've asked a couple of times, why do the pop stars hate their fans with such ferocity? There's your answer. It's the same demon, the same spirit as hating your constituents. You know, the politician that hates his constituents is the same as the uh, you know the singer, the dancer that hates her or his. Of followers, whether they be on Facebook or the stand, the, the, the concert hall, or wherever it is, they hate their fans, and politicians hate their constituents if they are twisted around backwards, i.e., death cult. Because when you revere life, you revere. Right when people love you, you 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 love them back. You don't hate them. 
when people do a favor for you, you don't see it as weakness, but they do. When people bow down, they see it as weakness and they take more. And they hope you suffer more and hope you die, hope you hurt. And that's who occupies D.C. and Hollywood. That ethos, that, 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 they all know I'm right. They just can't stand it. That it might be spoken somewhere. They have to hate their constituents. And they have to hate their fans. And, you know, this, uh, the latest rap concert shows a good, shows it, a really good example of that, does it not? You think anybody in that concert involved in it gives a shit about these people dying? No, they're laughing about it. Got me a good sacrifice that night. Hopefully next time we'll get 50000 So that just can't be true. That just can't be true. Oh, but it is. Because you see, it's bigger than you know, uh, uh, you know. Then uh, I don't want to give any any credence to the name, but you know, the rapper with the uh, you know with the people dead. Uh, it's bigger than that person. They're all conjuring demons. They're praying to demons every day to make something really messed up. They need the sacrifice. You have to understand. The guy gets a bump for that. He gets paid for that. He's He's in that, you know, he's addicted to that. There's no way out of that unless it's Jesus. Jesus is the only way out of that situation. So naturally, you know, and he, he, one of the reasons that Tom McDonald can't go to like number one where he probably deserves to be and just hanging out with them and all that is because that it's, it's, what, what he's fighting there is too big. You know, you're talking about the the ultimate satanic stronghold, and one person is just one person. They are a whole company, a whole, you know, army of people. You know, conjuring demons, multiple personalities. To, you know, getting people killed, accidents here and there, all kinds of mayhem going on all the time. Most of which isn't even picked up in the in the news at all. People dying right and left. And now with this mysterious COVID thing and then people are dropping right and left all over the place, right? And you know people dead now, right? You didn't before, but now you do. Uh, people are dying at a good rate. And they're cheering it on. It's giving power to their rituals and to their orgies and to their, you know, to their flights of fancy, to their, to their uh, excesses. And then I guess the, the smart ones are looking toward the singularity at being as God themselves, having the ultimate apotheosis, ascending to Godhood, as every advanced Mason believes they will. As soon as they trash humanity and the earth. And let's face it, the stars, the moon, the sun, if they could get away with it, if they could actually do it, 
they would eliminate all that too. And there is no end to that kind of backwards thing. There is no end to it. And that is the system that has been hidden for thousands of years, not any longer. That is the system that rules the earth and has. So salvation becomes a singular thing, a person by person by person by person, not collective. They believe in collective damnation, you know, initiated to them, then you are aligned in a hive mind link, and you will do the will of the, will of the beast. They all do, believe me, I've been around them, they all take their orders from the hierarchy, and none of them have their own, you know, their own life, their own lifestyle, their own decisions. They can decide whatever they want, but at the end of the day, they're told what to do. And, um, you know, let's just leave it there. I think that's, uh, that's a pretty fair assessment. But yes, God, God dealing with Jericho will be God dealing with them, with, with, with their so-called walled-up city that's, too, that, that's fortified. They're not hiding in the rocks and the crevices, a la Revelation 6. No, they're in the palaces and their the, the, the gilded uh, foyers and their, their beautiful uh, you, you know, kingdoms, all of which are Jericho, all of which are protected by Satan's wall. And the reason that good people protect it is because they don't want to suffer. They're worried that if the walls come down, all of you go down. So they will actually kill to keep it a secret. Oh, it's an open secret, but you know, to keep, to keep it from becoming a thing, I suppose I should say it that way. But it is a thing. You see, it has become a thing. So it'll be real interesting to see where they go with it. It looks like now they've decided to flaunt their masklessness and, uh, and their freedom with their airplanes. They like, to, they like to fly these planes all over the place, don't they? they, they, they the, the carbon you know, footprint, it's, it's, it's you know, more than any of you will ever create ever. And yet, while they're flying in their plane, they're pointing their finger at you down on the ground, and they're blaming you for everything wrong. You're to blame while they fly around with their carbon this and carbon that. You, poor boy, on the ground, you're to blame for it all and any other scapegoat we can find. But it's not something that can be fixed with communism or socialism or capitalism or, you know, thisism or thatism. It's not an economic problem. It's a theft problem, i.e. they stole all your wealth. Wealth that probably right, right about now could have come into, would have been pretty handy, huh? 
Well, they took it. That's not enough for them. They want to take the rest, but they know you'll you'll probably war again. You'll probably figure out who's doing it to you eventually. Will you ever figure out who the perpetrators are? Because I could name them for you. They're right there on your TV screen. Can't you just at least admit that, uh, you know, something like the Biden administration that stole the election isn't exactly a Republican or Democrat, but something else? You know, a a, uh, foreign occupier, an invader, a conqueror coming to kill you, take what you have, take the spoil and share it collectively for their own team. I don't, you know, I mean, Biden is at war with, with, with America and every American. Biden is at war with every American, including his own party. He's at war with them all. You know, he and all the ones behind him. You say, well, he's senile. Well, fine. You know, everyone you see even remotely connected, including uh, Republicans, are at a war against the people. More and more. Everything they've done, the supply lines, the COVID, the forced vaccine, which they said they would never even take it themselves when Trump was pushing it. And now all of a sudden, oh, oh yeah. In Australia, they made non-vaxxers uh, sub-citizens where they will be lucky if they get to live in a prison camp the rest of their life. Any enemy they perceive, they lock up with no habeas corpus, no rule of law, no United States of America, no judicial hearing, no fairness, only mean and cruel and, you know, uh, atrocious and abominable treatment do they give to anyone they perceive as a potential threat against their wonderful empire, one of which they all plan to do each other in, to, in a fight for who's going to be supreme. So the Lord says to you today, have no part of it. Do not participate. Or like we used to say from 2001, you know, conformity is Satanism. Conformity is your downfall or the end of you or your death or conformity is death. And now you can see what conformity is. It's right in your face. You can't hide and start making uh, up stories about the word conformity. It's right, very clear now what it means. The word is very, it's a similar cousin to the word comply. And now you know what the word comply means. And those who are selling out for a, a vax card so they can have fun. Have fun have fun in this environment? Oh, great. And now you're really spun out, but have fun. Have fun. Hmm. Well, I believe most people have gotten this jab and they haven't even thought about those questions. 
They just got them because they heard there was a vaccine, and usually in the past that wasn't good enough. And they figure if they take it, they can have their freedom back and everything will be fine. Or if you like, they blame the unvaccinated who are not, you know, the ones who are causing all the infections. It is the vaccinated that shed spike proteins and prions on all people that are a problem right now. So they will blame the unvaccinated who are not of harm. They're just like, you know, normal population that gets the flu or gets a cold. You know, just they're just, they have built-in immunity. They blame them as the scapegoat, even though the other ones are the ones shedding. And it gets better. They... they they're not going to stop because, see, the whole point of it all, of all the insanity of everything, is you dead. That's all they really care about at the end of the day. You dead and your property is theirs. That's it. But not before they map you out genetically and they have a clones view and they have all this other stuff in the digital realm, which will become their real universe. The realm is still, they share the digital realm and the realm of dreams and the realm of biological dreams. It's pretty, dreams are pretty universal there. And thoughts are on frequencies, so they're digital too. So you can see that when evil gets going, you know, like it is now. And by the way, the people on TV, the people you see, the people you revere, the people that call the shots are the weakest. And the ones you don't see quite often are the strongest. It's reversed because, you know, good people do nothing. Anyway, I uh, have been asking about the Zephyr report. Hey, Ben. Okay, do we have a word there? Hey, Ben. We got we had a uh, a way of you know dealing with it, looking at it, putting it in perspective, right? You understand the spirit, in, you know, operating here once you're dead, right? And they're all caught up in the same spirit. So, by the way, folks, that's why they say the same thing. You hear one guy talk over here, one guy talk over there. They're not sharing talking points. They're of the same hive mind spirit. So they parrot each other, but they're not really copying each other. They're just saying what they hear in their heads. Okay? So let's get that straight. I'm tired of people saying they're copying each other. That's not right. Used to be that way. Now it's more immediate. Lord, we just thank you for that word on Jericho and that understanding. And we need more understandings. We need we need more, much more. Choose your warriors, Father. Choose your, those who would fight against Jericho. Choose your warriors, Father, for the battle is yours. For all things are yours first, Lord. 
and all the folly and insanity they've brought, everything they say is a lie. Nothing is theirs. Nothing they've stolen is theirs. None of this belongs to them. None of their titles belong to them. They are an abomination. Let us state this for the record in Jesus' name. <laughs> You'd think after they listened to me, they would knock it off. Right? You'd think after they had a word from me uh, about how logical I've been, even in the spiritual sense of logic, you would think that they would say, you know what, Zeph is right, I'm, I'm out of here. I'm not going to do this anymore. But see, if they feel that they've gone past the point of no return, folks, they can be very nasty. Because they figure they got nothing to lose. They probably figure there's no redemption for them. Not, maybe they don't even want it. If there's some way of, 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 you know, they probably haven't been decent or had a decent thought in their head for so long that um, they don't care anyway. So I'm going to go ahead and go with this. Uh, yeah. Um, you might want to read that chapter six of Josh. It's very encouraging. But see, I don't read it like, you know, like this linear thing back then in time. And I'm reading it both. But I'm seeing the way God deals with the wicked.